0: do 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 Every podcast needs a theme song. And here's mine. Hi, folks. Welcome to this episode of Restoring History. I am Mike Kelleher. And on today's show, I'll be joined again by artist John Cortis of the webcomic Mostache, Mark Mustel, artist and Dogs of War, and our good friend Mike Murray from mycomicstore.net. And we're going to talk a little bit about the comic movies and TV shows that we're looking forward to. But first, as always, this podcast is brought to you by Calistration Incorporated. Visit us at calistration.com and check out our Master Series line of high-quality art restoration prints. Our first set featuring Little Nemo and Slumberland is available now. These are restored directly from the original art, and you get a total of four 18-by-24-inch prints, full color, and look great hanging on your wall. displayed in a standard 18 by 24 inch portfolio. New prints are available every few months. We have an announcement coming up soon, so stay tuned. So and visit us often at Calustration.com. That's K-E-L-L-U-S-T-R-A-T-I-O-N.com, Calustration.com. All right, well, a recent Wall Street Journal article bugged me a little bit this week. They were talking about how comic coloring has changed over the years, specifically the covers. And they posted a nice little report with comments from legendary colorist Steve Olive. The basic premise of the of the article was 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 fine coloring is coloring comic coloring has changed, but I disagreed with a few things. first, they said this from the article it says. And I quote, the popularity of the films brought many new readers to Marvel Comics, and those new readers' expectations led to a shift in the colors used on the comic book covers, end quote. I don't agree with that. Uh, Myself and the colors I've worked with back in the, even as far back as the early 2000s, didn't think we have to match these movies. It was more of a, oh, finally, we have the technology to color these books more realistically the fact that it coincided with the popularity of the films was coincidental. In fact, I think it could be argued that films started emulating comics, not vice vice versa. I think comics and films are approached with the same storytelling aesthetic. Colors are used to emphasize objects, emotions, settings, etc. The article commented that that the films were dark and that comics were emulating that. I, I disagree. As a colorist, it's almost always our goal to keep the colors from getting too dark. And sadly, even with the huge advancements in technology, we still run into problems with colors not printing the way we want them to. There's so many calibration options available today that occur between the computer monitor and the printer, it's, it's really difficult to predict the color accuracy when a book sees print. Of course, compound that with the fact that there's some less-than-quality colorists working in the field today, and they don't know anything about printing or monitor calibration. It's easy to see why some books just look very dark. Same problem occurs in movies, too. Of course, my TV has a brightness setting, so I can adjust the darkness to an extent, but my printed comics don't have that function. Well, at least not yet, they don't. The The other thing that bugged me was directly associated to what I've been whining about for a while now, and comic fans don't really care about art, or at least to say they don't know that they don't care about the art. As I said before, comic fans, including myself, believed believed that comics are supposed to look in a certain way. The line art is supposed to be chunky and broken. The colors are supposed to be outside the lines. Solid colors are not supposed to be solid, but should have lots of inf- imperfections that make them look less than solid. None of that is true. If you take two copies of, let's say, Amazing Spider-Man number 121, Death of Gwen Stacy, and compare them side-by-side, they probably won't match. One copy will have thinner line work than the other copy. One will have darker blues than the other. One will have the magenta outside of the lines, while the other won't. Uh, The magenta will be outside of the lines in a different direction. The differences will be astounding. And, of course... Most of us would have read only one copy of Amazing Spider-Man number 121, so the copy we received is, the, is what the book was supposed to look like. But, of course, it wasn't. Artists didn't want their art to be printed too thick or too thin or have the colors fade out halfway down the page. Did they expect that to happen? Of course. It became apparent very early in the creation of comic strips that printing was unpredictable at best. Artists began doing what they could to help prevent printing problems. Uh, many inkers used thick lines so that there was less of a chance of their art to fade in the printing process and to give more room for the colors to shift around without falling outside of the line art. But they realized that it made very little difference. Printing was unpredictable, and they knew it, and they had to live with it. <coughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's not my point. I was talking about the Wall Street Journal article. They included palettes uh, that... Cr- ...that they created from Avengers comics. They sampled colors from covers of these books and displayed them on the site... ...to show the variety of colors that were used in the 60s, 70s, and 80s... ...all the way up to present day. Just to, to kind of show you the, how colors had changed. The thing that bugged me is that they showed colors that were, they were never used on these comics... I restored just about every single cover that was on the site, and I can guarantee you that some of the colors shown were never used to color these comics. The colors they saw were a result of the differences created when the comics were printed. If they picked up a different copy of the comic, the palette would have been completely different. You might be saying, so what? The colors they showed were close enough. Well, you're probably right. But it does strengthen my belief that people don't truly understand comic art and that they think that the poor quality representation of comic art that we see in print is supposed to look like that. Even though the average comic has literally thousands of different looking versions out there in public. And that relates directly to what we're trying to do here at Colorstration. We, we try to present the artwork in the way that the art was created. The way that we believe the artist wanted you to see it. The way that many artists have told us that they wanted you to see it. And well, anyway, well, speaking of movies, all right, we're back with John Cordis. John, hello there, there. Hi, Mark Mustel. Hello there. And Mike Murray. Thank you for bringing me out here again. Oh, you're welcome. All right, so we're going to uh we're going to talk about the new new crop of TV shows, movies that are coming out. A couple of new trailers Uh came out. Uh, oh, what on Friday, I think it was. What are you What are you pointing at?
1: You wanted to start with her.
0: Okay, but first, let's start with a, uh, a sad subject, of the passing of uh, Herb Trimpey, and it seems like, at least to me, every time I turn around, we're losing another legend, yeah. and it seems that, and I, uh, certainly my only meeting with Herb Trimpey was uh, at the Baltimore Comic Con last year, and it was just a, you know, just a friendly, you know, hype, you know big fan type thing. Uh, while other people were, were, were talking to him, he seemed like a very nice guy. Everyone just has some great stories, uh, stories about him. Mike. I know that you've uh, you've met him before a number okay. of times. Yeah, and he was always
1: always good to you. In um, fact, Herb was on the uh, Herb was on the list. He was one of the gentlemen who said he did want to come out and spend a day with us uh, at the uh, comic store. So.
0: Everyone said it was really uh, sudden too. I guess he was at a convention just a week before, yeah, and yes. before saying that there was absolutely no no sign that there was anything wrong with them. So how he was old in, was he? Uh, Seventy five. Seventy five. What was Se- it? Was it heart attack? That I don't know. I don't know what it, uh, what it was. Uh, so, but it is uh, very sad. And as a guy, when I grew up, for me, it, comics were nothing but Spider Man and Hulk. Yeah. That's all. That's all I collected, and. Uh, Trip, Trippy was one of those artists that uh, it, this was before I even recognized different artists. He was so unique that you always knew what it was when it was him, no matter who was inking him. You couldn't cover the fact that it was a uh, Herb Trippy. He was so unique. Uh, for me, though, and I, I brought this, I brought a copy of Marvel Masterworks in Incredible Hulk Volume Four up here just to show. Uh, to me, there's no better. To, when it came to uh, Herb Trippy, him uh, with John Severin inking. Yep. to me is probably, when you, when you think of classic Marvel, uh, aside from uh, Jack Kirby and Dick Ayers, uh, John Romita and, oh, um, who's, who is uh, Romita's big anchor? Uh, Frank, back Ioka. Then, Frank Ioka. Frank um, Ioka. Trippy and, and, and oh, Yeah, and Esposito. Yep. Uh, and then even kind of skipping ahead, as you were saying before, uh, Romita Jr. And, uh, Dan Green. and Dan Green. Um John Burns, Harry Austin, mm-hmm. um, did, did, uh, Frank Miller, and Klaus, uh, and Klaus, Klaus Al uh,
1: Williamson, on anybody?
0: Yes, <laughs> but yeah, Herb Trippy and uh, you know, John Severin was to me. I mean, that, that that's just some of the some of the best work. You, you showing that book to the audience? Yeah. Can <laughs> yeah, everybody see that? I want to get to John, but is uh, that like, John? I don't, I, for some reason, I'm feeling you don't you're not very familiar. with A little Trippy, before yeah. my time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you're at that barrier where you're pretty much like the 1980s are your starting point. But you know products, what? Right I now.
1: mean, regardless of age or time, everybody knows Trimpy because he drew the Wolverine. Right,
0: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very first appearance of Wolverine. And uh, as I was pointed out a lot. A lot of people uh, misattribute uh, Wolverine being created by Trimpy. But he did, It was, uh, what, Ramita Senior? and Worked up uh, the design. And, right. And the design. Uh, so yeah, Trimpey had, he, he was the first person to do it. And from what I understand... Uh, and this was a story that came out like a year or two ago, didn't he just, like, give away that the the, page, the very first pages and the first appearance of Wolverine to someone years and years ago, and the person finally uh, finally came forward a couple of years ago and uh, sold them and donated to the charity? Am I getting that wrong? I don't know I don't that's know the right. about it. I,
1: uh, <laughs> I know that, there's some... I could uh, be
0: talking on my ass, but I could <laughs> that was uh,
1: that's what happened. It, it, it sounds about right, because artists of that generation mm-hmm. were... were you know, they were much. uh They weren't as concerned with the monetary gain as as. as and plus, uh,
0: artwork wasn't worth that much. Even when we were, here, right, you, right. you could yeah. get a, you could get a good piece of artwork for twenty bucks. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm sure, sure you could probably even get Kirby pages for twenty bucks. Uh, oh, absolutely!
1: I mean, I remember buying Ross Andrew pages for five dollars. Right, and you know, and, and that's mean, also
2: too if they got their pages back from Marvel or DC. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. because you know Herpy herba's I first got into his stuff, it was the 70s. Yeah. yeah, and that's when he was doing the Hulk. And then he was showing up on Shogun of Warriors. And then he was showing up on Godzilla, you know? All right, it's so old. But, uh, you know, Herb was one of those guys, you'd be reading the Hulk or something, and you knew it was him. And he had he had a way of drawing the face. And and Herb had a thing about tongues. He liked to, <laughs> he liked to draw the Hulk's tongue. Yeah. You know, and the big mouth shot with the big teeth, and right. it's like,
0: oh, really, her? <laughs>
2: but you can always tell his stuff.
0: Yeah, oh, very distinct style.
2: But, and I want to know—I love to know the history, though, his previous history or how he started. Who did he start with? Who did he assist with? Because you gotta—you gotta know. By the way, he blocks out the body. He—he's—he's he's doing a Kirby,
0: or at least yeah, he's—at he, right. least
2: he's influenced by Kirby,
0: right? Well, and even his uh, his uh, page designs, he had a very cinematic uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, design aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he didn't have Kirby's overblown uh, perspective. Though. Right. Yeah. So that, that was kind of that was kind of scary. Yeah, it makes dramatic, you sit there yeah. think,
2: like, kind of like, oh, John Buscema and Rumina Senior when they both started working was, you know, they were given. You know, the last couple issues of Fantastic Four and told to draw like Jack. Yes. Especially Buscema. Right. you like, here you go, draw like him. Right. Which is so far different because he's a much softer, more well, organic so artist. But the good news
1: is that only had to go for two or three issues before they were able to yeah. work into their own Put their styles. own spin, right, right. Because they didn't want that uh, art change to be drastic.
2: Yeah, right. which nowadays...
1: They don't care. Actually, nowadays they don't care. But I think we saw a lot of that even through the 90s. Where, yeah.
2: Oh, you did. You 80s, know. too. I mean, we were talking about Steve set before in our last chapter. And, you know, Steve Steve was penciling uh, an issue of Swamp Thing. Instead of four weeks for a first for an issue, he was doing five weeks. Right. And that would put him behind. That was making John Toliman dance like a fiend while he's inking. And that's why you had fill-in issues. You had Sean McManus doing fill-ins. You had Rick Veach coming in doing a fill-in. And depending on who the artist was, it was either a good fill-in transition or sometimes it was very, very jarring. Sure. You know, Uh, you see that, um, it's not with with Animal Man, with the new 52. You had, um, his last name is Lemire, I believe. Jeff. Jeff Lemire. Real clean, fine line artwork.
1: Was he drawing that? He was writing it. He was writing. It, wasn't he it? Was writing. He, he, yeah, he Jeff was.
2: No, Pew came on after. it. That, that was the transition.
1: Well, oh, oh, Jeff the was, was writing it. it. The first one was travel. Was it travel. Oh, trip. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was the artist. And, and very Jeff. And make, make no mistake, Jeff is an artist. He yeah. he yeah. illustrates his own works. Yeah. yeah.
2: Before was the artist and very clean line art. Then you get a Steve Pugh, who's been around for a while, heavy brush lines, and you just sit there and go, oh geez, okay, new artist on this book. They didn't even try to hide the fact that it was a fill in. While this other guy was just trying to keep up.
0: Right. right. But anyway, rest in peace, mm. Mr. Trippy. Yep. Now on to some a little bit something more geek nation. Yes, uh, a little more fun. Um, so we got the first trailer in the past couple of weeks. We got the, the full Ant Man trailer.
2: Yep. Oh, that uh, looks good. We, of course,
0: we've we've seen a bunch of uh, Avengers trailers, which comes out in a couple of weeks. We just saw the new Star Wars trailer, and we, uh, it was either today or yesterday, we saw the Superman versus Batman trailer. On top of that, we just finished, uh, Daredevil on Netflix. Haven't started any yet, don't ruin it. Okay, and also,
2: too, a a movie that even though it's not a comic book movie, is a comic book movie, is Mad Max.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, Well, why do you say it's a a comic movie?
2: Uh, Dystopian Future? Dystopian Future,
0: Comic off, off the account.
2: wall, crazy, bizarre action. All right, it's a it's a comic book up on the screen, okay. and you can kind of feel that that George Miller is sitting there going, "This this is a balls to the walls big graphic novel that I've give, been given millions of dollars with that can have to cast all these people, Absolutely. and put a comic book up on the screen."
1: Absolutely, right. I and hope and it I can, It's a it's a, oh. it's a it's a Transformers. It's a uh, it's a Snake pliskin escape from New York. Yeah. you know, uh, big uh, big trouble in Little China. All of these things are, are now comic book properties,
0: right. and and uh, well, good for things, us. So, uh, because uh, obviously, uh, not everyone here has uh, seen it, we don't want to spoil it for all the listeners. Let's keep the Daredevil conversation kind of short. Uh, who here has seen uh, Daredevil? Oh, oh, oh? You see the whole series? Oh, it was awesome. I, I, I loved it.
2: Uh, it's it's how I I refer to it as moist.
0: <laughs> all right, let
1: me let me just put this out there right now, so yep. you guys can make all your jokes, but. Uh, I was told I can't watch it until my wife's ready to watch it with me, so (laughs) I haven't seen any of it.
2: See, I watched the first one thinking, maybe my wife Kathy will want to watch it. And then I got through the first one and I said, maybe. Then I got into episode number two. And I'm like, whoa, no, this is a little heavier than I expected. (laughs) It's an R-rated movie. Without yes. the sex and without yeah. the f's,
1: right? And, and by right. the time he got to episode three, he's like, "I don't care if Kathy wants to watch yeah, it. We're going to finish goes. it tonight."
0: But oh, there, I cranked through it. There are, there are so many, eight. so many Easter eggs. Oh, in, yeah. in this, so many great little things. Um, Melvin Potter <laughs> playing with I'm, a saw blade. I'm, 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 I almost, I splooched uh, when, uh, when, when. That's how, how I felt I'm, when I saw Doctor Fate's helmet in Constantine. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to, to, to do things that, I'm, that I know have been on the internet, so I'm not spoiling anything. When I love what their, I love their casting, sorry. Um, yeah. uh, when Vanessa walked out, they didn't, they didn't say her name for the first episode that she was in, this isn't it, but like that's Vanessa. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. Vanessa right as soon as, she, as soon as she walked out. Um, I love that Karen Page is a ridiculously attractive woman, but she's not sexy and not, and not in the uh traditional. Yeah, like, yeah. everybody is Hollywood beautiful. But they seem like everyday men. Foggy uh,
2: Nelson's not beautiful,
0: but but he he, he fits in. He's not. He does. He's not. He's not, uh, He's schlumpy, but he's Hollywood schlumpy. Yeah. At the same time, but the he casting get, the casting is casting is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Charlie Cox. What, uh, what's his name as um, as Fisk? I think it was part of. Oh, D'Oprio. Vincent D'Onofrio. I really didn't think he could pull it off. Uh, the way he looks, the way he. I know we talked a little bit about this uh, online. Um, I re- I like how he is a little childish. Yes. Um I, 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 and I'm insecure. Yes. He's, very insecure. He's
2: got those nervous Dinophial ticks. Yes. There are times yeah. where he's doing his shtick and he's got that gravelly voice and I go back to Men in Black. Yeah. And I can kind of hear that voice coming through. Um
0: Well I can even see little bits and pieces of uh was it Sergeant Pyle, whatever from uh, oh, Full yeah. metal jacket. Yes. He has that kind of insecurity yeah. Yeah. you know from that too. Yeah.
2: But I'm, but I'm seeing, as it, as it progressed, you, I think you mentioned it to me and a few other people that too, you see the growth of Matt Murdock into Daredevil, yeah, and you see the growth of Wilson Fisk into the Kingpin.
0: Right. And, With, and I love that the Kingpin is human. In the comics, he's almost like a super villain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, 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 they're able to keep... Well, they're able to keep everybody human. And that's why I love that first uh, fight scene. I think it's in issue number... Uh, Episode number two, that like three or four minute fight scene, and by the end everyone's exhausted. And oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is fantastic. But sadly, as the series progresses, you realize that everyone in Hell's Kitchen is a kung fu master. Yes, you do. <laughs> Even the uh, low level thugs yeah. are and, able to hold up against their ability the fight. There's one fight scene. I think it was
2: episode three. It all takes place in a hallway.
0: That's that's the one that I was talking yeah. about. Yes, and it yeah.
2: was it was done in one take. Right. Yeah, and one the, camera setup, so one take, beautiful. go. Yes, and he did it.
0: Has anyone seen the raid like, where that's kind of like based on? Like, yes, you, yes, I mean, yes that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's like a 10 me. Raid this and nine, raid two. Yeah, yeah those, that's now, kind it of where it comes from. Exact same kind of it's one continuous shot, and I loved, I loved how real it felt. it, fe- it, it, yeah. it, 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 by, it they retired, the, Daredevil was excited. He looked like he was going to fall down from yeah. exhaustion, which is exactly after a fight like that, how you how you would be, and you felt that he was vulnerable. You weren't. I, I, oh, I wish I could spoil something. There was uh, at least one thing that happened, which I'm, I'm sure it took. Uh, uh, I can't spoil it, but something happened that never happens in the comics, and it just, it took me by surprise. It was uh, while it was happening, I'm like, "Oh, how are they going to get? How is he going to get out of this?" Okay, and then this thing happens. And I'm like, "He didn't get out of this. Holy, holy!" Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was it, the, the reveal at the very end of the last episode is fantastic. Yep, yep. I can't write so, I, it. I'm, I'm spoiling it if I keep talking. No, about they did it, a good job. They tied it
1: all in. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, in fact, the only complaint I've heard about it is from a guy at work who said that, you know, he's dressed in black like a ninja. That's I not Daredevil. That. I love And I'm that, like. Decker. That's that's how that's how Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. presented right. it. Yes. Yeah. they they you know I mean it's based on that. I also
0: love uh, every time Daredevil was going to show up, everything turned yellow. Yep. and I loved, and there was always some red in there, so there's always that juxtaposition of the the yellow and the red, which of course is just it's an homage to his original costume.
2: That was going to say. Okay, go back to your pal and Say, okay, if you didn't like the black, why don't you go check out the black, yellow, and red, and let me know if you like that one just as much. And, and may I say
1: actually I angry? told him he's an idiot okay. <laughs>
2: Kudo, kudos to Netflix and Marvel for giving Bill Everett kudos well, for yes. designing the character yeah, plus all those other artists however they ignore Wally Wood
0: oh Wally, absolutely Wally right, puts yes. him in the red
2: outfit gives yeah. him the horns gives him the double D on his chest yeah. and they didn't give him any kind of credit and there's oh. a thing all over Facebook saying give Wally credit now, whether or not they I'll will... I'll jump on that band,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he was an important part of that series. He was. I mean, he, he wasn't really you
1: almost can't talk about Daredevil without Wally Wood coming up. He was
2: right? on maybe four or five issues. Yeah. He got ticked off because he didn't want to deal with Stan because Wally's doing all the writing. Yeah. Stan's putting in a little bit of dialogue Wally. and getting all the fame. I mean,
0: all the artists were doing most of the writing. You're right.
2: <laughs> and Wally just said, I'm not going to work like this. Adios, muchachos. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah. But I, I can't... Yeah, I, I can't wait for you guys to finish one, so we can sit and uh, have a nice long discussion about yes, it. Yeah, I love it. I so, um, John, you were making some uh, comments about the uh, the trailers, um, well, Star Star Wars and, uh, the Batman movie. And, the, and the Batman. Let's start with the with the Batman Superman because that's the one that I'm, I'm going to go see, but I have I'm not excited about it. Yeah. And the trailer didn't excite me. Although, no, it, it, it's, it's just doom and gloom for me. I, don't, I yeah. can't
2: No, See, I like this. I like the Superman movie. I did. I. Uh, I like. Uh, Man, Man
0: of Steel or the. Man uh, of Steel. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, I really yep.
2: enjoyed it. I thought uh, James Cavill, Kev- yeah. I thought he's great as Superman.
0: Yeah.
2: I thought he was perfect casting. Physically, he's Henry? a beast.
1: What? Henry Cavill? Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill thank you. Viewer, yes. He's
2: a beast. And he fits physically. Brendan Roth, I was so disappointed in that. Uh, when I saw this trailer, I was like, okay, it's it's a start, but where's the next 60 seconds of the trailer? Yeah. because you didn't give me anything. It's more of a teaser than it is a real trailer. Yeah. Where's Wonder Woman? Where's just little things here and there? This is
1: supposed to be a teaser. Yeah, right?
0: it's, it's like two teasers in the yeah, but no, I, I think uh, at, at least what I, uh, what I saw, and uh, I think this is, might be, you correct me if, if I'm wrong, it, it felt oh, like right. it was too much to be a, to be a teaser. Yeah. It felt big enough to be a trailer, but it True. was... But not enough. You're, you're right, exactly. But, it, but kudos it, to them
2: for giving us the kind of doom and gloom, like John was saying, because he, he said something.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Every five minutes.
1: That, Shut you know, up, John. They're <laughs> trying to tie in
2: that whole idea that there is some opposition towards Superman.
1: Yeah. Well, there is. And, now, the whole basis of this story is supposed to be Batman holding him accountable for the yeah. destruction in Metropolis. Okay. This okay. is supposed to be a direct uh, sequel to Right. Man of Steel. Okay. But kudos, though, for at least getting
2: Ben Affleck, who looked pretty good. Yeah. I, am, I, I have no problem with him being Batman.
1: Neither do I. Not I do. at all. Then, Despite his performance in Daredevil.
0: everything else. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, loved uh, Argo. Uh-huh. Argo was fantastic. Yeah. His his past two or three years have been I, fantastic. I, I, I loved again, him in The I Town. Can't deny that. The I Town is one, yeah, The yeah, town yeah. Town is God, a fantastic... God gone well, Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone.
2: And directing, too.
1: Right. What was the one he did? I keep hearing good things about the, the, the heist from... Uh...
2: Boston? Yeah. That's The Town. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Which, which was actually it's a the, James, weak, the weakest of those three movies. Was still really yeah. good. Uh, compared to everything else he's ever done. Uh, it's with,
2: based it's based off of a James Hogan book yeah. called The Prince of Thieves,
0: and it,
2: it it hit home. I mean, the book. There are some changes into the movie, but the characters and stuff. Right. right on the money. And, right. and Gone Baby Gone, I love Dennis Lehane. He's one of my favorite writers. And when I when they told me that they were going to do that book, which is Three or four books into the series, I'm like, oh, but why? But it's the one book that's a, a standalone, yeah, and it worked, and I thought it was perfect.
0: But yeah, and perfect. if it wasn't for uh, if it wasn't for the, uh, the like, maybe four, or five, whatever, Gone Baby Gone. I think Gone Baby Gone was Ben Affleck finally showing that he does have talent yes. after uh, literally two decades of him, in, in my opinion, being what. Uh, Dollar for dollar, being the worst actor out there, I've I well, had him to step up. Everything. I mean, Matt Damon but, got Jason
1: Bourne and proved to everybody that he could act.
0: Well, see, I never had a problem with uh, Matt Damon though, but uh, I've but always it, had a problem. Everybody with, uh, else with that and half, Matt Damon was
1: the hanger. So when Matt oh, Damon, so yeah, Damon I mean, finally I stepped with with up, I always,
0: I always thought he was. I thought he, Matt That's Damon was true. the Sal Buscema of, of acting. He was uh, <laughs> not, not the best, but he was always he was there. You, and you know what? I a, thought to this
1: day, I still say he would have made a better Daredevil than Matt Damon. Oh.
2: I agree. I agree with that. I agree oh, with I'm that. Yeah,
0: sure. But Matt, Matt Damon is the Kevin Bacon
2: of actors, <laughs> and then, so so that well, then, leaves, Kevin Bacon? then that leaves Casey Affleck as the tag along,
1: but and, I and also Affleck. and also
2: as the younger brother too. But I, I but think you know Casey's great. You go back to watching um, what is their big leadoff movie. Who's? Affleck and Damons. Goodwill hunting. Goodwill hunting. Okay. I, I yeah. enjoyed that. All yeah, around, I, I, great acting all throughout. Loved, loved it. it. Loved it. So, yes. Now they both And that's one of
1: my favorite scenes of all time.
2: They both went different ways. Yeah. And and Affleck, yeah. yes, he had his highs and lows. He, he, had, had, his, he had his he had his had his J Lo moments. But uh, I like the fact that he knows he's he knows what his boundaries are now as an actor. Yeah, and I think he lets the direction knew it before he did that. Was I, it I,
0: Hollywood I, I, Land? Or was that one about George? I think he literally ruined that movie because. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, all, oh, to me, he take because uh, well, the guy who played uh, the detective, uh, Adrian Brody, is yeah. one of my favorite actors of, yeah. ever, and he was amazing in that movie. And I thought the I thought the movie itself was fantastic, but every time Ben Affleck was, he was on the that weak, screen, weak I want, I just wanted to scream. But I give him, that's just but
2: I him so much credit, though, because you do see a lot of actors who say, okay, I'm going to put on the director's cap and sit down, and they do a piece of crap. Yeah. He's actually cranked out a couple good movies as a director, and you s- sit there and go, that wasn't bad. And
0: somehow it improved his acting, because like I said, he, he's, his last three films have been, well, the yeah. last three films that I've seen have been fit. And Gone Baby gone. gone. Yeah.
2: As far as I remember, memory serves, he's not in it.
0: Not just Casey.
2: Just Casey. Casey yeah,
0: Oh, is that? Where, oh, yeah. No, I misremembered that. Yeah, okay.
2: he directed it only.
0: Yeah, that was a that was great. That was great movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he was he was he was great and, in Argo. And Argo was both fantastic. sides of, both sides of the camera. He was great yeah. in the town. Yeah. yeah, and I think actually I think the town's the last. I mean, Has he done anything since then? Uh, if, if he has, I don't remember I think it. I think Argo was the last so. one.
2: Yeah, because yeah. then he went. He got into. thought Super- the town was after Argo. No, no, no before. before. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, there's the town. Then there's Gone Baby Gone. Then there is Argo. And now it's Superman, Batman.
0: Oh, see, I, I had that completely back. Right? I thought Gone Baby Gone was his... was his first director. Direct, but But, okay, in, but he's but, not in it. Okay, got it. Right. right.
2: But I'm in the sure. releases, though, I believe it is... I, the Town. Gone Baby Gone, Argo. I, I defer to you on that.
0: But I give him credit, question.
2: though, for at least going back to the Superman, Batman trailer. The Batman super suit looks awesome. I mean, basically, let's take Frank's drawing, Frank Miller's drawing, right. and turn it into... A functioning suit. Yeah, and it, it and that's was, what and it was I was working. I was
0: telling John earlier that when I saw the trailer, uh, I said, "Oh, it looks like they are going to be taking uh, the Dark Knight Returns." Yeah, and, we, and but then I looked it up, and uh, Snyder's, up the, the director, yeah. uh, he said that's not the case. That's he kind of he used that as a jump off point, but that, that that it really has nothing to do yeah. with. Um, so I was kind of disappointed. So I would love to. I think that would be a great. Yeah. Well, uh, back great in back story. in the day. Yeah.
2: Back in the day when I was going back down, and I'll mention Hal Keeney again in the bookie. Yeah. Um, Hal ended up getting me the hardcover of the Dark Knight.
0: Yeah,
2: way back when. What
0: a great book! My what favorite, favorite, my favorite, favorite movie. comic of all time. What movies.
2: a great book! And then we, I remember sitting down and we did the nerd boy thing and we cast it. <laughs> and at that point, we—I only remember two of them. We had James Khan as Bruce Wayne Batman, older, oh. rough and tumble kind okay, of yeah. guy.
0: Yeah.
2: And as the Joker, we had Mick Jagger.
0: Oh, weird, okay. Weird. Well, he was acting at the time. But he was acting right? at the right, time, okay, and, yeah. we,
2: and the way Frank was drawing him, and we looked at him and we said, you know, with the mouth and, and just the way he was in his body, face. we yeah. were yeah. like, he's our guy.
1: Yeah. No. I would fair. love to
2: have seen an old, that's why I was hoping if they were going to do Batman, an older Batman. All right, now, so I Affleck's probably late 40s, maybe 50, my age yeah. yeah. I would like to have seen them taking that 10-year jump. Oh, to yeah, find somebody right here, who was yes. sixty, right, and and because then it'll just really show that this guy is, yeah, you know, he's no kid. Battle he's worn. a he's a veteran. He's battle worn. Yeah.
0: Saying that, I have never, in my opinion, there has never been a perfectly cast Superman. I've, I've had, I think, they're mostly Christopher they, Reeves. No, no, I don't think he was perfect either. Okay. I think he was perfect. Uh, no. Now, see, I think he was. I think he was good, but there's some. I don't know what it is, and I don't know who the perfect Superman would be. Maybe he doesn't exist because he's so uh, iconic. Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. it's a tough but, one. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone. That well, would but be the other that thing is,
1: is Superman although, um, doesn't wear
0: a mask, so it's always got to be that. Face. In terms, in terms of looks, although um, although I don't know if he had, I don't know if he uh, if you would fit in there. Uh, John Hamm, to me is a good is a, is, a he good is. Fit for superman. He would be
2: a good superman.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he could pull it off but but, uh, but going otherwise.
2: through all the iterations that we've had. At least movies, modern day movies. I'm not going to go back to the serials, I'm not going to go back to the sure. 50s. Yeah. Christopher Reeves is number 1 for me.
0: I agree. Well, yeah, but and Henry Cavill right, yeah. comes in for well, part number two. Part of two. the problem
2: with
1: that is it it feels to me like everybody since Christopher Reeves has That's been, been directed to or purposely made to sure. look like him. Brandon Roth was definitely supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely, episode.
0: but yeah, I thought he know, was too. the weakest. I agree. He, I he agree. had
2: yeah. he had no acting ability. His hair was a
0: the costume was off, big headed mess. Couldn't it, right.
2: <laughs> uh, and then uh, Dean Dean Kane.
0: Oh, he was okay I, for a TV, and
2: he yeah. didn't put the suit right. on until the very end of the series. Right. So he was okay oh. as Clark Kent.
0: Yeah. I, I do oh, like no, Tom. Well. You're I like talking but, about Smallville. Small, yeah, small Tom, Tom, Tom Welling. Like I like right, him. Oh, right. Yes, okay. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Team uh, D- 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 Kane Oh, I'm, for, I'm thinking Lois. We, we went back too far. Yeah. Dean yeah, yeah, D- Kane was fine for what that was. But yeah. Tom Welling? Tom Welling. Tom Welling? Uh, I thought he was perfect. I, I wish loved he the had. First, the first
1: six seasons of that I show. I wish he had. Except for season three. When Lana was a witch. Okay.
0: That's it. Okay, let's go. Let's go on to uh... actually.
1: I want to digress yeah. back for a moment, though. Since since Dark Knight was was two of your favorite books, there. Yeah. Uh, I want when you mentioned about the Kingpin being a super villain. Yeah. I know it wasn't recently, but when Spider Man did Back in Black, there was a nice story where he fought the Kingpin. Yeah. And and he just he said at one point, you know, all these years I've been playing with you, we're done. Yeah. He says. You're, you don't have superpowers. You don't have, you know, you can't stick to walls. You can't fly. You're just a fat man. And now you've taken a shot at my family, and I'm
0: not fooling around. Well, you. Well, that's what I, it's one thing I did like about the show, and I, I hope this is not a swell of any kind. The first time Wilson, Wilson Fisk punches somebody, oh. you feel it. You can tell this guy, Wilson Fisk is a powerful man he goes He's, all out oh, exactly. man right. I love how we, I think it's in the uh, the second uh, episode, second episode they kind of set up as how terrified the city is of Wilson Fisk um, it's all said you, you this is before you even see Wilson Fisk at all but the, uh, this one this one guy decides to uh, yeah. well decides to kill himself rather than be subject to Wilson failing for Wilson yeah uh, yep. Wilson Fisk. It just a terrifying character without even seeing. I thought thought that was great. I was
1: scared of him with the car scene.
0: Yes, yes, that was just it was just amazing. Although now that I kind of think about it, that 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 scene you're referring to, very brutal, and and, and maybe this is intentional and in part of the relationship with Vanessa. He felt a little calmer towards. He didn't he didn't seem as that violence really isn't the word. He didn't seem that high uh, strong. Yeah, I guess, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I, I think there was something at well, no. the end of it. But and, you know, what I I don't know if that's intentional. But
2: well, what I liked was you've got this nervous kind of quirky little guy, or big yeah. guy actually, and he does have these fits of savagery. Yeah. And then you have his associate, who's calm and cool he and was ice. amazing. And he was he fantastic. Was cool. I loved that. I like
0: that. I'm going to spoil yeah, it. All right, all right, all right. right. Star oh, Wars. Uh, no, so skip Star Wars. Skip Star Wars. Okay. i, I think. thinking, well. No, go right, ahead. Aside. Okay, no, very, no, so very quickly, everyone excited about Star Wars? I'm I mean excited. Uh, okay. No, okay, so no. Uh, not not university. I mean, I'm excited. I'm, I'm 100% excited. in.
2: I'll go see it, but, course, yeah. but fool me once, fool me twice, <laughs> fool me a third time. I understand. How? Woo! George is
1: gone. George is gone. George right. is gone. In that but, trailer, you know what?
0: All you've got to know is Chewie, we're home. Ex- that's exactly. I watched that trailer and but, I was getting goosebumps just from the voiceover. But when Han Solo walks out, and that's who—it's not even Harrison Ford. Han Solo walks out, and me and my son—we both went, "Ah." We, we well, a, a, a couple, a couple,
2: just happy. a couple of things on my part. Okay. Harrison Ford looks great. Yeah, you can see the age. Yeah, can we put a little gray on Chewie? I
0: was trying to Chewie.
2: Let's Chew put some gray on that muzzle, and also <laughs> maybe they
1: age differently. Right? Very well yeah. groomed. Well, they the do, part part but you have got to remember, he was there for the uh, Phantom yeah. Menace, yeah. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. Yeah. and J.J. Abrams. Now we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch this movie, okay? And this is going back to all his previous movies and the two. Star Trek movies. I like those. (laughs) Sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, and every time you see a a lens flare, (laughs) check, check, check. Just make it a drinking game. Oh, a kid will be hammered in the first half hour. Any
0: time you see a uh, a long distance shot where it looks like the like the shot is taking place four miles away from the camera. Yeah, he does. He does things like that a lot
2: too. Uh, You know, I'll, I'll see it. I'm interested. They have some great visuals. The, you know, the, the Destroyer trailer. crashed on the planet was, was, was fantastic. Right.
0: For me, it was the voiceover with Mark Hamill sitting there talking about yeah. um, My father had it. My sister had it. Yeah. And, and he didn't have to show anybody. And that's why I loved when Han Solo finally appears because he's the first, you know, he's the first original cast uh, Recognizable that you really face. see that comes out of there. Right. And it, it just, uh, and I, said, I hated, and I mean hated, uh, uh, Phantom Menace and then you know, one, two, and three. I hated those movies. I
2: was okay yeah. with the third one.
0: I was okay with the second third, one. The third one was the best one, certainly. Yeah. But it was still, it still had Phantom a lot of problems.
2: Menace with the kid and... Uh-huh. and that
0: was the worst. And, uh, and again, with, with, uh, you know, with Darth Vader just yelling no at the end of it, just it ruins it, it ruined everything uh, for me. But regardless, I, um, I thought that Star Wars was dead for me. I, I've been hearing about Star Wars for years, as everybody has. And until I saw that trailer, I had absolutely no... I mean, zero interest in the new
2: Star Wars movie And now I've gone from 0 to 100 uh, I, I can't wait for uh, My interest is still I very low
0: I'm, I am setting myself up for a big fall. I'm letting it in myself yeah. I'm, I'm, I know, I'm.
2: And, and, and the same thing too with When we see a new Star Trek Yeah, I'm a classic Star Trek guy My wife is a classic But she's also next gen And she's <clears throat> Voyager <clears throat> But
1: Which is too bad Because but, Deep Space Nine was the best of all of them
2: Yeah but when they when when they came in and they started messing around with timelines and storylines, yeah. they killed it. Yeah. The first one. And then when they came back with the second one and Benedict and I'm not con, I am con, oh my god. Come on guys. A, can, can we co- a can we come up with the original storyline? B does every freaking Star Trek movie have to involve time travel?
1: Hey, all I wanna tell you is hey, come on. There's there's one answer that will solve that completely. Benedict is Dr. Strange.
0: I'm, I am excited about that. I'm everyone, that. One quick comment about Star Trek. Um, it, uh, I hate that they missed a great opportunity during the first uh, news, uh, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. And There's uh, Kirk and Spock sitting in kind of like the, uh, the, the chair, the, whatever, the chair for flying. They're sitting in front of a big round window. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Spock says something like, you know, the odds of doing this are like dollars, And Kirk doesn't say, never tell me the
2: odds. Never tell me the odds. If he had
0: said that, I would have ju- would have just been hooked just because he yeah. had the, uh, the, the foresight order. to do, they, and, do something like and that. And
2: my other issue, too, is let the movie stand on its own. We don't need exactly. Leonard Nimoy to come back. Come on. And we don't retelling
0: need- and, and trying to put an M. Night Shyamalan twist on... Something that would, The con story Just made absolutely No sense Oh it was awful yeah, it was a, Anyway awful. Uh, On to uh, What was the uh, Ant-Man Which is something I'm very excited about <laughs> Surprised
2: Because initially I saw the original Trailer footage That Edgar Wright Had created And I was yeah. like That looks really cool Running down the hall Bang 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 The guys are done right. Ant-Man New guy comes in Edgar Wright is gone I'm like oh. At the last minute He's gone yeah. We're going to get A piece of crap And it's going to be Marvel's big failure but it looks like it looks okay.
0: Exactly right, and it and looks okay.
2: I, I'm watching the trailer. I'm seeing the fight between Ant Man and Yellow Jacket. I'm seeing the little choo-choo train, and then the little choo-choo train they pull back, back over. and yeah. it tips over, and you're like, that that's going to be that's the James Gunn sense of humor coming yeah. through yeah, that be. that movie's going to need. Right.
0: And now I, I, have to, I have to say I, I have a I, I'm terrible at predicting movies based on tra- I see trailers and I'm either excited and the movie ends up sucking or I think the trailer sucks and uh, I end up loving the movie right so, yeah, so but I did I love the trailer yep. I was uh, really, uh, I'm happy with uh, the casting on, on this one Yep. yeah uh, especially too. I think Michael Douglas uh, yeah, looks fantastic in uh, yeah, in this go ahead um, him yeah um, uh, what's her name. Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. yeah she, uh, uh, when I heard she was cast on there, I was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure. Janet. But yeah, she, looked, she, she looks yeah, yeah. fine, and a little bit that I saw, kind of worse. Paul Rudd, in my head, works great with... Uh, which, yeah, which a for, for a
2: superhero movie, Paul Rudd, in my mind, doesn't work at all. Right. But then when you see him, and in the first couple of shots we saw of him, the the stills, yeah. he's looking okay, the suit's looking okay, then you see him shirtless, and you've seen him work, work out. And yeah. you're like, all right, he's taking this seriously. Right. He's gonna go in, he's gonna, you know he's gonna do a professional job.
1: Paul Rudd is somebody I see as one of the one of the better actors, young actors in Hollywood. Yeah. I agree. Young anymore, but, yeah. but it's interesting too if to
2: if, if you think about his comedic background. Yeah. And then you go all the way back to nineteen eighty, whatever, and you got Michael Keaton as Batman. And you're like, yeah. wait a minute, what? Beal Juice is now Batman. Right. But it worked. Not for me, really. it didn't work No.
0: Not, not, wait, the, the funny thing is, I love almost all the Batman movies, yeah. except for when Batman's in it. The the, the, <laughs> the, 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 the three new Batman movies, and, 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 as, especially the one with the, with the Joker, which I think... Uh, oh, uh, Heath Ledger stole it. He, uh, Heath Ledger as, as a Joker is easily one of the best performances in film history, yeah. in my opinion. But um, when, in it, it's, uh, when Bruce Wayne is on the screen, I think it's great. As soon as that costume comes on, and it's not just the voice, there's right. something about it... That all three of the new Batman movies it loses something as soon as Batman comes on the screen, and I, I don't know I don't know how to explain it. There I, a... I do
1: want to say something unpopular. Heath Ledger again? I don't, yes. I don't want to take anything away from Heath Ledger, but I think he got a lot
0: of credit for a role based on his death. I disagree because I, I disagree mean, too. Yeah, I I really think because I don't. Um, I, I have a disdain for people who throw their life away and you know, get through, through drug use, uh, drug use, and things like that. And so, there's no love lost for me either, that, that the guy uh, you know, uh, even accidentally uh, took, took. It his was a life. great
1: role, but um, you so, know something
0: so that doesn't play any kind of role. For the, the, me. And, and, I, and I, don't I don't
1: know her name. I'm not. Gonna, and
0: it wasn't his. Even, it
2: wasn't his last movie either. He had the Terry uh, Gilliam movie uh, that he was right. working on that yes. he died during, during the middle. filming. Yes, and that movie even, went nowhere. Right. I can't
1: not even happened. pretend that I know the actress, but that the woman who played... uh yeah, No. No. In uh, the Harry Potter. Oh. What? She played that, that psycho. Oh, I, don't, I have no idea. What stabbed you know. Hermione oh. through the See, hand. If, if Heather was here. Oh, she Oh, she oh was no. she was no, that, that That's Harry Tim
2: Burton's Herb. uh, ex-wife. Oh, Helen Bonnet Carter. Helen Bonnet Carter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, she okay. played that psycho role. I, I saw I, I saw very, you know, real similarities between her and Heath Ledger playing that
0: out-of-control psychotic. Things. Chewing oh. scenery. <laughs>
2: that's what it's called. It's called chewing scenery.
0: Okay. But Ledger did it, if that's what you call it, you know, Ledger did it perfectly. He did. What he, he did. For me,
1: the best, the, the best role I've ever seen is is when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio played the, the, you know, can I say retard on the air? And, and
0: yeah. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh if we're going to choose, if we're going to bring this conversation to the greatest performance ever, Martin Landau in Ed Wood playing Bela Lugosi is the best yeah. performance ever in film that's never seen, seen. That. oh my you're goodness. missing out on a great movie that is movie. incredible movie yeah. I will always I will always point to that as a perfect acting job he did yeah. he, he could if, not if
2: you can get movie. past Johnny Depp being a little <laughs> he's, well a lot he's, silly
0: he's, he's always a lot silly he's, but he's
2: everybody else is fantastic George Animal <laughs> Steel is Tor Johnson perfect
1: and see, I don't, I don't even mean, mind that. Even this, that's another even, one. Um, when Captain, Captain Jack Sparrow walks the screen. screen. Yeah. I don't see
0: Johnny Depp. No, I think Johnny Depp is a really, really good actor. But even though, even though he's in his makeup all the time, it's always Johnny Depp. Right, you know, and I'm not going to take that because I watch almost everything he everything he does, whether it's serious, whether it's silly, and I do enjoy him. Um, and, I'm, and, and I don't want to take it away from him, but he's you know, he's no uh, well.
2: See, Ed Wood, in my in my opinion, was the last movie of his I enjoyed. I did the Lone Ranger, please. I didn't see that. No, Alice in Wonderland, see, even, please. Even,
0: even
1: that Are we're talking, talking about Monica, yeah. please. As, yeah. when I saw the trailer for uh, for well, the, well, the the what about the Pirates movie, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, you like those. <laughs> I, and that's the thing. When I saw the trailer for the Lone Ranger,
0: all I saw was Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, now, I haven't seen the movie. I've no interest. Skip not, to that one. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a of uh, the uh, uh, Back to comics. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, we, uh, so we got. So we just talking about, uh, Ant-Man. Talk about Ant-Man. uh what We have the Avengers coming out in uh, in a couple weeks. Yes.
2: Shall we? Uh, shall we?
0: I have been avoiding everything. I saw one trailer, yep. and I just I don't want to be spoiled uh, on this. I don't, I don't want to know what's going on. I want to go into this afresh. Going into the first Avengers movie, uh, we knew very little about it. And when Thanos popped up, I was like, holy right. crap. That was. And that's what I want to go into this one. I don't want to know who's in it. I don't want to know what's what's going right. on. Of course, I know about Scarlet, Witch and the Quicksilver.
2: I mean, we do know that... Vision's in it. Yeah, well, we know the, vision, yes, the, the, know the Vision's right. finally in it. Yeah. We do know that there's not going to be a final, final, final scene in the end credits. There's, there's, oh. a, there's a there's mid-credit scene, but no final end-credit scene. All right, really? So all you right. don't have to stick around for the five, ten minutes of all the CGI artists. How do we know that? Because I read stuff online. It's stupid.
0: You it's stupid. were misled. <laughs> I'm
1: going to sit that. Um, I think
2: I'll stay around just the, sure. Oh, I, 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 it's I a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. I do
1: know that they were still filming five weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, is
0: that true? But I
2: will say, though, that everything I've seen so far has been great. I did see one scene, though. And it was the latest clip they released. And it was... It was Ultron and Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. On the other side of this bridge is Cap and, and Captain Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. And you got James Spader doing the voice of Ultron. Which I think is great. He's got a great voice. Perfect. But, it, and I'm hoping it's not the final, but it sounded too clean. Exa- I, I want him to be no, a little mechanical. There's not yeah. enough robot in right. there. There's not enough android in there. I know exactly. and, and then people were talking about, well... I don't like the fact that his jaw moves. Well, you know what? It's the only way you're going to be able to know, except for hearing his voice, it's going to be the only other tell that will say to you, He's talking. Because
0: that was one of the shitty things about, uh, pardon my French, about Language. Um, Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. was a the, static mask. Where was there, awful. You know, Nothing would, you, know, you couldn't tell.
1: But, right. I mean, as far it's as funny. robotic voices, we had uh, Jarvis through all the Iron Man movies. Right.
2: And, and it had a bit of, a me, of an android metallic it's, feel. It, it did,
1: yes. Okay, well, then hopefully good. they'll so, add So let's it. just yeah.
2: see that they, they've paid attention and they're going to fix it. I hope so. But so. it looks terrific. Yeah. Um... All the reviews I've read have been said fantastic. Good. They basically said you've got ten pounds of superheroes in a five-pound bag, yeah. but it moves, it flows, and you know they're saying that people like Jeremy Rayner's Hawkeye has some of the best lines. So it's good to see interesting because uh, he's uh, my a, least favorite a, a, character, right? Yeah. A grade B superhero yeah. getting good shtick.
0: Good, good. Yeah, that's, I, think they, I think they
2: need to make sure that yeah. they give equal gold time. Now, right. but now let me just real quick. Yeah. They're gonna have a hard time. The poor kid, this this Aaron kid, who's playing Quicksilver, he's gonna have a hard time matching what they did in X Men oh, First yeah. Class or Days of Future Past. That
1: that stole that scene be, stole the movie.
2: Be, and it, and it, and like everyone has said, we all said in the beginning, he's wearing a silver outfit, he's got yeah. silver hair. But you're right, that scene, that character himself killed it. He stole it. So let's see if this kid can do it also.
1: It's going to depend on how they film it. It's going to depend on how they, they move it
0: along. Yeah. But yeah, right. plus
2: he's got lo- plus he's got a Russian movie. accent too.
0: It looks good. Yeah. Uh, uh, a couple I'm looking years, years it. It's a couple of years away now. New Spider-Man reboot. All right, Spider-Man Pass. has been uh, was you know growing up he was my you know he was my hero he was my idol. Very um, excited. I uh, hate uh, hate. His, much your strong of the word. No, it's not. I didn't like the first Spider-Man movie. The first three Spider-Man movies. I didn't like the first one. Loved it. I liked the second one. Loved it. Hated the third. third one. Third one was awful. Hated the fourth one. Well, that was a lot. Of, that was a lot of studio on Sam uh, Raimi's third. Regardless, regardless of, of why, um, that didn't even bother to see the fifth one. Fair enough. I'm hoping. i They've announced now that um, the new Spider-Man is going to be a reboot. I can't. It will be. Well, uh, they are not going to retell the origin again. Thank, 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 you. You, thank goodness. We don't need it. Uh, right. I'm sure they'll throw a little flashback in there, but I'm okay with that. Uh, and this is going to be teenage high school Peter Parker, approximately 15 to 16 years old. That's okay. I'm hoping that this will finally be the one Spider-Man movie that I've been, that I've been waiting for. You're going to um, get a preview of that in Civil War. Probably. Now, um... No, they've said that. I'm sure, right. Uh, now my guess is that we are going to get either one full or a partial uh, Peter Parker Spider-Man movie, and then they're going to kill him off, and then we're going to get Miles Morales, and that's fine with me. I'm okay. I'm okay. I haven't read any of the Miles Morales comments, so I don't know what it's like. But as long as I finally get one good Peter Parker Spider-Man movie, I'm going to be very, very happy. And I then, think this and is it. What, and
2: then would they carry him over for Sinister Seven?
0: I don't want a Sinister Six movie. Okay, so now this is is the uh, the big question. Going around, who do you want to be the villain for the Spider-Man reboot? One villain. Who do you want? Have they used Electro yet?
1: (laughs) Huh? Have they used Electro yet? Yes, Yes, they did. I haven't seen it. Shut up. No, Jamie Foxx was not Electro. No, that was You know what? You, You know what? I think the Scorpion would make a good villain.
2: Scorpion, out the vulture. The, out
1: of the box. Well, but the thing is,
2: like, like the vulture—that's who Sam Raimi wanted to use.
0: Right, the last one, right? He
2: had signed, he had set up John Malkovich. John Malkovich to be, um, and I'm like, okay, that's that's yeah, good. It right. works. Yeah. See well,
0: The direction I would love to see it, but because the looper, I don't think, or is it the Ringer? The, it's the Ringer. ringer. Um, I don't that was think, fun. I don't think that because if this is a reboot, um, we it's starting everything over. I don't think the vulture's strong enough to come out, uh, Not out by himself. Came. Right. Um... I'm sick of the Green Goblin. I yep. uh, don't want Electro, and Doc Ock was so good in, uh, in Spider-Man Two. Yeah. I would be afraid to reboot. So what I would love to see is well, first of all, um, and, same and man. I want and oh yeah, I want uh, J.K. Simmons. Is that his name? Yes. yes. I want him back as uh, Jonah, Jonah Jameson, the Perfect. Jameson. And I want uh, uh, Craven the Hunter. No, Smythe. Oh, I want Smythe. The Spider Slayer. I want to have. That whole thing uh, introduced into it, and then uh, th- and then you can throw in uh, either like vulture. Or I'm Gisteria. good though with Kraven the Hunter. No, uh, I
2: think Craven could be pretty good.
0: Uh, he, he's a he's a B villain at best. I can see him kind but also uh, what I wish. There's been five Spider-Man movies, but and I this. wish in I wish in each one of them, I wish every one of them. So you have that uh, cre- the scene in the credits. I want him fighting one of these awful D level uh, the Ringer. Uh, the, the ringer, the rocket it. racer,
2: the or, big wheel, or the tarantula with the stupid spikes. I like the
0: tarantula. Oh, yeah. oh, how dare you! Tarantula is my favorite. It's a great That's look, a... but man, love he's it. the Latin America Captain America.
1: <laughs> he pokes you with his feet. He's the Latin America Captain <laughs> he America. He pokes you oh, with gosh. his feet. <laughs> so what? Batrick worked here. I yes. poke you with my feet. <laughs> a little, a little, Batrick worked in Captain America.
0: I love the I, truck. I love that. But that's, I would love to see, just just during the credit scene, just have him fight one of these stupid little... Uh, yeah. Or even, like, you and I, I, I have discussed it
1: before, like, in the comics in the 70s, Spider-Man would, you know, their fight would get interrupted for some reason, yeah. he'd spend hours swinging through the city looking, and he'd always find somebody else. Yeah. Like, he'd get involved S- in... Uh, Stiltman. Yeah. Well, know. he's
2: more of a DD character.
0: And, okay, and I, would love to, I would love for them to kind of throw in little things like, I want, uh, freaking, I want the people from Prius... To approach him and say, "Hey, we want you to sponsor a spider car, you know, spider mobile. I want, I want to see all those kind of little things eventually put in there." But yeah, for, for this first movie, I think it's. The, I think the villain is going to be very important for this yes. first movie. And if it's Green Goblin right off the bat, I'm just going to. I'm, going, going to be I'm done already with it.
2: I mean, Gar- well, Andrew Garfield was okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't
0: think I don't think uh, Toby Wire or Andrew Garfield were bad. I don't think they were. It no, was the wrong. writing and directing.
2: Yeah. Toby was my favorite. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I thought they went too far and too old with Andrew Garfield. I mean, dude. I mean, he's like thirty-five, and he's playing someone who was in college, nineteen twenty. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was disappointed in the lizard. I thought the actor was awful, even though I like that actor. Uh, I don't even
0: remember who
2: played the lizard. Though. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a uh, he's a the blonde English. He's a Scottish guy. Yeah, from yeah. Wales. I Can't remember. But um, and then Sally Field. You know, oh, I, yeah, you know, I like the casting in the first three movies. I, that yes. anime that was Dead Nuts on the Money.
0: Yeah.
2: And Cliff um, Richards, Cliff Richards yeah. was perfect as Uncle Ben. Now Martin Sheen. Richard,
0: Richardson.
2: Richardson, Richardson yes. Yeah. Now Martin Sheen in the second back through. And, and again, yeah, we don't need another origin story. Because yeah. it's like, it's just, it's, a, it's the only way, that, it's, it's how they eat up film. Yeah, but we got to tell the origin of the story, and that's at least the first act.
1: No, they're worried yeah. about
0: introducing him to the, all the new people who haven't seen it before. Right. Now, now question. Do we bring back Gwen Stacy? I I always thought that the, the, the biggest mistake right out of the box with the original Spider-Man movie, it should have started with Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy dies in that first yeah. movie. And, of course, in the comics, that was the catalyst for the relationship between him Mary and Mary Jane. Jane. Yeah. Right, and that they missed the. big... And then, of course, bringing... Gwen Stacy ended in the third movie it was just, it, at that point, it was stupid. Time and uh, they they tried to fix it. Well, Mary
1: it Jane supposedly in... filmed for the second movie and yeah. then they cut the scenes because it was already too long.
0: Well, the fifth movie,
2: you mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, but the it, second amazing. I, I didn't
0: even bother to see the uh, the fifth one. I, um, I had no intentions. But, but
1: I'll it. tell you what, as a retailer, seeing the popularity of Spider Gwen right now, yeah. i got to absolutely believe Gwen Stacy's going to be in the movie. The way things are going, it wouldn't surprise me to find out she's going to have her own movie.
2: And and why not bring in the black cat, too? Because you're going to need uh, a femme fatale to work off of whoever they cast.
0: Second movie, I'd see that for. Yeah. Yeah. That'd
2: be all right. It's going to be interesting, though, because you're now looking at a 15-year-old kid who's now dealing with the black cat who's clearly not 15.
0: Oh, that's it. Well, because in in the uh, Spider Man mythos, she doesn't turn uh, she's twenty years into Spider Man history right, when right, she shows up, right. and so right, Ken, well unless they make her a teenager too, no. I guess they could do that. No, she yeah. was. No, I know she wasn't in the comic, but Peter Parker wasn't a teenager anymore either. So if they bring her, if they bring her in early in the wall Spider Man as a teenager, it would yeah, it would be a little uh, rapey.
1: Actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know what? Did you read <laughs> Ultimate
0: Spider-Man? I did.
1: They did that in Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, she and was she, older. She and she was myself. older, and she was all flirty and, and was, rapey. Was her last name Letourneau? No, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> when she finally it was Brian Bendis' genius, but when she finally ripped off the mask and kissed him. Yeah. Well she kissed him and then she pulled off the mask. And the shock and horror on her face at how young he was as he, yeah. he stood there with that stupid, he stood there with uh, that stupid, you know, spider grin boner. on his face, like spider boner. I just, yeah, absolutely. And and she looked at him, and then she just, in the next panel, she just kind of like bent over and threw up.
0: Yeah. Well, see, and, that's, and, and, and you know what? If they approach it like that, I think that might be uh, that might be a little fun. Yeah. Uh, but I, would they do that in? Uh, in basically, it was now a Disney movie? I don't. I don't know that they You know what? I that. think I think they, they, they very well could because I'm going to remind you
1: that Disney is staying out of Marvel's business. Uh, well, Marvel's so, been yeah. doing what they want. There was uh, a lot of talk that yeah. Disney was going to yeah, tone were. down Marvel. No, I have
0: no idea whether they do or not, but I would be very surprised if Disney does not have some kind of finger in, uh, in everything that Marvel's doing. I don't think
1: Disney's going to even want to bother with a finger until Marvel has its first bomb. Yeah.
2: And, and, would, and what will that be?
0: I don't know. Well, that's. How, uh, I, can it, yeah. Yeah. I can. I could easily see uh, Guardians two, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Guardian be bad. maybe because I, the first one I, I I did. I really loved it, but I think it was a fluke. I, I, don't, I don't think, think it'll do. be bad. Yeah. I, will it live I, up to I the magic it, of the first one? I
1: don't
2: know. I like the movie. I think it's uneven. Yeah. there's a couple scenes. You know the uh, the whole. Dance off at the end.
1: <laughs>
2: the dance off at the end of that movie harkened back to Spider-Man Three and Andrew and uh, yeah. you know and Peter Parker going black goth yeah. and dancing down and it's like I, I was ready to puke in the, in the theater when I saw the whole dance off of Christopher <laughs> Pratt and I'm like get past this please because it's really yeah. stupid. Uh,
1: he was just trying to distract
2: it. Yeah. Now whether or not we get a bomb, you know, we got.
0: I don't think it'll uh, be a bomb. seven
2: more years of movies from them. The one I'm looking forward to in humans, but oh, it's, yes. it's all down to the casting,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, and a good storyline because I mean the aliens are they going to be here on Earth? Are they going to be up on the moon? Yeah. You know.
0: Well, let me uh, as we're running out of time again, which was almost supposed to be a half an hour. Yeah, well, an hour to think, um, uh, a theory that I've been working on is you know, we're seeing a lot of uh, superheroes getting killed off in the comics. You know, Captain America, Peter Parker. I know there was a bunch of other ones. Do you think that's intentional because of the movies? Because as we, as our actors get, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He's ten years into this now. He can't play Iron Man forever. They're bringing in the second string of the Avengers now because they were going to have to replace these older guys. Um, do you think that they're intentionally doing this so that okay, Peter Parker's going to be gone? We're going to replace, you know, uh, we have a younger character that we can re- replace. It, it, it could in, be. I think they got Plan B's like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think uh, that's, I don't think, I, think so. I I mean, can't, like
1: that. I, because they were killing characters long before the movies were relevant.
0: I, I think it's not a matter killing, of... Though. Not, I think they were just changing characters, not killing them. Captain all. Marvel. Uh, that, that was a big... He was like, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Superman? He was one of the first big... He was one of the first deaths. Uh, yes, that, that was Jim villain. Starlin. Right. Who would you say? Drop Superman. Superman. Yeah, he's back. It's still Superman. Yeah. He's yeah. back, but they right. all come back. Well, yeah. except well, Captain and, and right. the funny
2: <laughs> thing about Captain Marvel is it wasn't a big space battle. No, he got true. cancer. Right. Yeah. It, you know, he got a very human
0: disease. That, that was that a great scene. story. I think, I think it was Reed Richards, they're crying. It's like, we can save a universe, but I can't save yeah. this one man. It, it, okay. That's just Reed amazing.
2: Richards. Fantastic Four movie. What are we thinking?
0: I, I purposely was avoiding it because <laughs> I'm oh, okay. talking about it because I think it's going to be horrible. Yeah. I think, to me, the only interesting thing is is that the human is going to be black now. That's the only thing that piques my interest at all. Um, and, and the thing... The, it the thing l- looks horrible to me.
2: Physically... I like it better than the Michael Chiklis.
0: Like, okay. <laughs> the, the face
2: is still not right. I think we discussed it. Yeah. He needs the He's brow. The eyebrow, yeah. He needs the big lantern jaw. Right. Uh, whether or not yeah, but, he develops into that, because he was kind of lumpy, lumpy. lumpy, clay character. Yeah, but
0: he looked a little too rocky to be... right. I, Right. And, and granted... Kirby's first, uh, the first uh, two or three issues, he was very lumpy. Yeah, he but was played. Uh, yeah, right. He looked almost malleable. Yeah, that's what but with old. this, yes, um, you're
2: right. It's got it's got the lumpy head, but it's got big, almost stalactite, boulder he, he, right. shoulders. He
0: looks like uh, uh, the thing morphed at some point in the '90s to have kind of like yeah. jagged. It yeah. he looks a little bit. But like I, that. but I give them but. credit
2: for at least that part. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going with a CG character as opposed to trying to put a guy into a suit again right
0: right.
2: now yeah the the, the whole interracial she's my sister he's my tw- you know, adopted foster twin brother whatever that doesn't yeah. bother me yeah, uh, that doesn't bother uh, me you know. at all
0: uh, yeah. it, it's, um, okay if this was 1980 it would bother me because it right. wouldn't make sense oh but that, and, and, to, and to prove
2: that he's Reed Richards and he's smart we put glasses on him
0: <laughs> yeah. alright so uh, last, last thing simple yay or nay okay Howard the Duck movie. New one. Yay or nay? Yay. No. Mike? Yay. Me too. I would love, especially if they could get Ed Asner to do the voice. Oh my God. <laughs> I want Ed Asner to do the voice. I
2: He's got to be a cigar. I do not in. think it's worth a whole movie for a three second cameo
1: scene. I'd, I'd do a Netflix series for him. Uh, you I don't know know, but, want no? that oh, much. Right. But know, you're talking, talking about side
0: Howard the Duck is it's nothing did but R- raunch and... Exactly. It'd have to be an R-rated... Uh, I want them to do the original Howard the Duck magazine version of them. I want it to be this perverted little cigar-smoking alcoholic duck. Are, are
2: you going to bring yeah. a man thing? Yes, I want all, all of the that. All the sorcery it, and it, weirdness? Yeah,
0: I want all that whole that whole Merrick kind of drug-induced nonsense. If you're going
2: to do that, then, yeah. I agree with John. John, he actually said something again. <laughs> what, what uh, Netflix, a Netflix series.
0: Yes, I don't know if I because as much as I'm, I would love it, I don't know if I could handle thirteen hours. <laughs> well, maybe 13, well, maybe not thirteen. Well, maybe six. It's just, yeah, I mean, just, like okay. think of Rome oh, no, maybe or uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rome or, or or Tombstone or
1: some of those other because HBO I, shows that just had a very finicky De- Deadwood. Deadwood, I, Deadwood right? I, Deadwood. Think, I, I think
0: of all the really cool things that they could do with the Howard the Duck. Uh, Howard the Duck. But movie. if you want that R-rated stuff, it seems like you're only going to get that on Netflix. You're not going to see it yeah. in. the you're, you're, you're right. If Showtime.
1: Uh, at yeah, HBO. I don't even think they would put out an R-rated movie. Oh, you know pressed. what? When HBO had the rights to Preacher, I was so excited. Yeah.
2: Yep. And then the question, too, is if you're going to do a Howard the Duck, are you going to do all CGI? Are you going to try to squeeze a guy into the no, suit? No, no. It's
0: got to be CGI. Yeah. It's, it has to yeah. be. Yeah.
2: Because um, the look oh, was yeah. perfect. The look was right out of Steve Kerber's oh, yeah. book. Yeah. The whole, the whole. as soon as I saw the face, I'm like, that's the Howard the Duck from the Howard the Duck for President. <laughs> right. Yeah. So way nice
0: show, that. But- all right, guys, let's wrap this up. All right, so let's do our rounds one more time. John Cordes, give me your website for your moustache comic. Comic.com. Wonderful. Mark.
2: Mark Mastel, Mastel dot lcom and also Bing Comic Con. Check us out on Facebook. Do a search for Bing Con 2014. It's really 2015. And come see us in October.
1: Mike. MyComicStore.net.
0: Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Mike.
1: Thanks for having us. Take
0: care. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Please look us up on Facebook, Twitter, and check us out at Calistration.com. And support us by purchasing our new Master Series prints featuring Little Nemo and Slumberland. you got four 18-by-24-inch prints. That's Calistration.com. Okay, thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time.